Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks and geeks, worms and germs, and welcome to Cinematrophy's Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Tahi LaRocco, a.k.a. Don Perignon, a.k.a. The Doctor, a.k.a. Fish. Damn, I got too many goddamn aliases. With me is the rabbit wolverine, Emma Starkiller. How's it going? Hey. How was your weekend? It was a weekend. It was a weekend. Bye. Okay. <laughs> it was a weekend. What? Went too fast. I know. Today was, this weekend was the last, my last, actually Saturday was my last day at the farm. So that's kind of bittersweet. But it gave me what a great story. Oh my God. <laughs> people are fucking insane. I don't know what's wrong with people, but they're fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, before I get into that, I got to apologize for the sound recording from last week. I was using the auto volume adjuster for the mic for Skype, which is why I had all that loud spiking in there. I thought it would work, but as we found out, it's worth blowjob in an alley by a five dollar hooker. So, is that? <laughs> so this story, right? Hopefully, we got everything done. Hopefully, it works and sound is good in this one. So this story, right? So this is the last day at the farm, and they have they're having a special event. You have to have tickets, but everything's sold out. Tickets are sold out ahead of line, ahead of time online. So they were only letting ticket holders in. So when people would come in, I would say, tickets. I said it like that for a reason, because the way the brain would interpret it, you would either tell me, I already have tickets, or you would say, or you would go looking for your tickets. If you were lying, you would hesitate, then I'd know you're lying, and you don't have tickets to begin with. <laughs> so this woman comes in, right? And I say, tickets. And she says she doesn't have any. I say, okay, well, today's a special event. Before I can even finish my sentence, it's always a special event. Don't talk to me like that because I'm black. Uh, I swear to God, I was speechless for like three seconds. Oh my. I didn't know what to say. And I'm like, what? I'm black. I know. You didn't talk to me like that because you, I'm like, and I kind of zoned out on what she was saying because I was just so confused. And she's like, she's like, what did she say? She said, you need a nap. You look tired. You should go get some rest. (laughs) She told you you needed a nap? Yes. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I look tired because I'm fucking confused as hell. (laughs) Finally, I'm just like. You woman? Yeah, I'm just like, finally, she's an old woman too. She's probably in her 60s or something. So I'm just like, listen, you just got to make a U-turn and go out because you don't have tickets. So then I start walking away because I have to ask the other people they have tickets. She makes the U-turn. Instead of driving past me to go out, she starts following me, watching me as I ask these people for tickets. Now they're in their cars, so they're just pointing their phone up because the ticket's on their phone or they just reach for a little paper. And I know that's a ticket. And I tell him to keep going. She's following me. Oh, where's their ticket? Where did, oh, he don't have a ticket. Where's their ticket? One lady opened her window. My ticket's on her, my phone. I was like, don't listen to the crazy lady. Don't pay her no mind. <laughs> She's nuts. I get all the way to the front gate. This guy comes up. And I ask him, I say, tickets. He's like, oh, I don't have tickets. I said, well, today's a paid event. 
So you can't, we're not letting anybody in who doesn't have tickets. He's like, oh, okay. I didn't know. She goes, you see? Why you say that nice to him and you said it to me? <laughs> like, first of all, I said it to him the same way I said it to you. You just cut me off before I could finish. This is what I'm thinking in my head. Second of all, this guy's black too. So why would I be nice? If it was a color thing, why would I be nice to him and not to you? <laughs> but I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I just went back inside. She's talking to the guy. People trying to get out. Then they start honking and honking. I just walked away. You think that'd be the end of it? You think that'd be the end of it? 15 minutes later. Oh, no. I'm doing the same thing, asking for tickets. And I notice over my shoulder, I see her peeking around the gate trying to take a picture of me. No. One of those? So, so I waved to her, hi, crazy lady. And I yelled that out loud. So now she's like, fuck, he saw me. So then she steps out, takes a full picture. And I'm still waving, like, yeah, go ahead, take your picture. Hi, how you doing, crazy lady? Mm-hmm. So she says, ha, I'm going to tell Jennifer. Lie, joke's on you. Jennifer is the woman, she's the, she's the head honcho. She basically owns the farm. So you know what mm-hmm. I did? Gave the lady a thumbs up. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Because clearly you don't understand. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm not taking anybody's shit. Period. I'm like, whatever. Thumbs up. Do what you got to do. Have at it. <laughs> and then it dawned on me. I was like, first of all, I can look up the newspaper and see Jennifer, look up Green Meadows Farm, the newspaper, and see an article and Jennifer's name up there as owner of the farm. Second of all, Jennifer just did an interview for New York One last week. So you could have seen her name on this. (laughs) Why is that supposed to scare me? Exactly. And it was the last day. (laughs) It was the last day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. And that was this weekend. Last weekend, we had three accidents. Whoa. Is everybody okay? Yeah, they weren't like major accidents. They were more like fender benders. Okay. One woman hit this other woman's car trying to get into the farm because the woman was parked too close to the gate entrance. Like, you know, when it dips down in the driveway, her bumper Mm -hmm. was at that very edge. So... When the the other woman turned to come in, she scraped her she scraped her uh, her um, headlight. Mm. Yeah, no big deal. Like trivial stuff. Well, they were making it a big deal. Then after that, maybe like an hour later, someone was going out and did the same thing on the other side. <laughs> oh my god! And then this was the biggest idiot. <laughs> we closed the gate put the sign up that said we were closed. This woman decides to drive through the side of the gate that was open to let cars exit. She tries to turn in and scrapes off the the side of her car all on the side of the gate. (laughs) Oh, no. That little rim part that goes around the tires just came completely off. (laughs) No. 
That one we actually had to do something about because that was on farm grounds. She didn't want to press. She didn't want to call insurance company another because one, she knew she was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gates closed. It says closed. You drive in anyway. That's your dumbass oh. fault. Exactly. Wow. And then she probably just yeah she just didn't want her license. She didn't want her insurance to go up. But, you know, we took pictures in the license plate thing, just in case when she gets home, her husband says, you know, she filed a claim for the insurance company, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Try to say someone closed the gate on her. Or some dumb shit like that. Right, exactly. That was smart of you. To cover your own butt. Oh, man, I got so many farm stories. <laughs> that place is a wild place. <laughs> I think that's why I keep going back every year I'm like oh this might be my last year and then it might be season I see this might be my last season and then the next season I'm back over there again you enjoy it mm-hmm. it is fun it is fun with all the craziness that's why I got all my free food mm. oh boy I'm procrastinating to get to this movie oh I woke up and saw your reaction to that video <laughs> And my text messages, I started dying laughing. I I'm almost up. <laughs> okay, before we get it, so people out there, there's this video going around about this this guy. He's I don't know if he was if it was an actual wrestling show or if it was just <laughs> some guys in their backyard. I keep hearing conflicting stories, but it looked like something me and my friends used to do way back in the day when we used to play in a backyard and wrestle. You know, only difference was they actually made a rope and a ring where we just had the ground and maybe somebody's car in a driveway. So he, this guy, he comes out to the end of Yo's music. He gets on the second rope, pandering to the crowd, and someone's recording this on their cell phone. He jumps off, turns around from the second rope, hits flat-footed, and breaks both his legs. He broke Not- his tibia and his fibia. It looked, he looked like an ostrich when he came down. His yeah. knee bent the wrong way, bro. Those, oh. I mean, everyone thinks it was his knees, but it wasn't. Cause I, I watched it, first of all, I had to watch it several times because just, it looks, first of all, it looked fake. I didn't even yeah. know if that could happen. It looked so fake. Mm-hmm. I had to watch it several times to make sure it wasn't a, a, a edit cut in there. Nope, mm. this was completely, <laughs> this was real. <laughs> this His tibia and fibias, right below the knee, the shin area, there's a bone in the front, both of them broke and you could see it. Because when he dropped, first mm. of all, when he hit, his butt pushed out. And it happened so fast, I couldn't tell if he was facing forward or backwards because he looked like Robotnik doing a pelvic thrust. Damn, I didn't know either. And then he was he was stood there for a, a two or three seconds. He actually stood on his legs, and you can see them bending backwards in the in the shin area. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then he fell, and his boots was a flapping in the wind while he was rolling back and forth. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Mm. He broke. He broke in both legs at the same time. His tibia and his fibia. And the captain was... He looked like he had an extra set of knees under his knee. 
Yeah, he looks great like an ostrich. Yes. You ever see that movie, The Arrival, with Charlie Sheen? No. And the aliens, when they trans, they would look like people, right? But then when they turn back to the aliens form, their legs would bend back like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. And then the re- poor referee. <laughs> the referee didn't know what the fuck to do. Because he stood there just looked like what the hell just happened. <laughs> he, he had no clue what to do at that point. That fight didn't even start yet. That's just some guy in the crowd. He did nothing but jump off the second row. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. I couldn't, I could not help but laugh when I saw that. I couldn't believe it. It was just, it was just, at first I laughed about the image because he really did, I, he really did look like Robotnik doing a pelvic thrust. It was sick. It was it it dropped your own stomach because it made you realize that it could probably happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm I'm just a as big of a piece of shit or bigger as that guy as far as not working out. And you I know what happened know. like a day I think it was like maybe two days later. I slipped on the steps. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I had to do a jump. Not to bust my ass. I was like, whoa. All right. I guess I shouldn't have laughed at that guy. <laughs> exactly. It's God punishing you. It's God humanizing you. And then the day after that, my brother slipped on the steps. Because he was the one who sent it to me. Oh, man. Oh, that was our karmic retribution. Oh, oh man! But no, I, I, that made my stomach hurt. Then the second time I was laughing, it was just like the whole setup. I just thought about the NWO music. The guy goes on on the AV, woo, and then he just turns around and jumps, clack clack clack. And that was the thing; you heard it. Yeah, it, it was sound, hard. It sounded like it was hitting the ring, but if you listen closely, you could hear the snaps. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. Oh. Okay. The movie we got today. Let's get into this. The Lie. First of all, this was a terrible movie. And I don't mean terrible as in it was shit. Although it kind of was, but I'll explain why about that later. I mean, terrible, emotionally terrible, like the mist. Yeah. Like oh. in the mist, when you went through the mist, that whole movie. By the time you finished the end of the mist, which is very underrated, by the way, that's one of the best Stephen King's movies, in my opinions. But at the end of that movie, you're depressed. You feel like shit. I haven't seen. I haven't watched that movie since the first time I saw it in the theaters. I will never watch that movie again because it's just awful. But it's a good awful. <laughs> like it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. The lie could have been that. (laughs) It could have. I actually, I am going to have to, I don't know. I feel like it took me on such a roller coaster that I can't say that I didn't like the movie because I didn't see the end coming. I really, I really messed me up. I was so convinced with the parents well, by the end of this, I'm probably going to spoil it for you. <laughs> when we get to that, I'll explain why. 
But it was very, I will say, it was, it was, the story was really good, actually. Really, really good. It kept you intrigued. I was invested all the way to the end. Well, I wouldn't say all the way into the end. I, I figured out pretty much halfway through what was going on. I was hoping that wasn't it, but yeah, I figured that out. Even up until the end, there was things I didn't expect coming. So, that's, it did, yeah, it, that's really. yeah. It didn't start out as total shit to begin with. Like, oh, you know, you're in for a harbor. No, it actually you, you is pretty enjoyable. But we're gonna go into this. So, if you actually want to go through this yourself and be disappointed at the end, or maybe you won't be disappointed at the end until you hear this. But... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, would cut it off now or fast forward until we go to talk about something else. All right. So let's get into this. The movie starts out with family memories. And the way they did it was was uh, home movies. But they did it modern home movies. So you had like, um, like you know, they had like modern video cameras and cell phone recordings of the time to pass of uh, a family of three. Mother, daughter. The daughter's name is Kaylee. <coughs> And uh, the father, and you know, it, it, it was nice. It was nice. You know, you, you got to know this family a little bit. You get to see how happy they were. And the imagery was really nice because even though they did it with modern stuff, they put a grain on it to make it look old, slightly old. So you you can, you knew these were like memories. So you you knew you when this cuts off, you're going to start in present day. We cut to 15-year-old Kaylee, played by Joey King. Uh... Sister to Hunter King, who is on, who plays Killing Time on, what's that show? Life in Pieces. The parents are divorced. The mother's are overbearing, strict. She has an overbearing, strict mother who, um, who's really strict about her being in ballet. And her father is a fun loving, slightly carefree musician who now has a girlfriend. Both mother and father are now seeing other people. Mother drops him off, drops Kaylee off with her father, who's supposed to take her to... Where was that? She's supposed to take her to... Ballet oh, a ba- Yeah, the ballet retreat. Yeah, it's supposed to take her to a whole, uh, the ballet retreat, upstate ballet retreat, for the weekend. And Kaylee has asthma. I only mention this because it becomes relevant later in the movie. Uh, as they're going up there, they see one of her friends, Britley, on the side of the road, and decide to give her a ride. Now, the father's looking back in the mirror at this girl, but he's not looking back at her in a creepy way. It's more like trying to figure out what this girl's deal is, whether she's good or not to be hanging around his daughter type of way. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, but you know, did you did you get that sense or did you get he was looking like trying to check her out? No, no, I didn't get that sense even a little bit. Yeah, it was That's- more like, who is this girl? What are they talking yeah. about? Is she a good influence type of look back? But then the girl starts flirting with him. And Kaylee gets all pissed off. Then they decide they have to use the bathroom and get off. So they have to stop at the side of the road. And uh, the father hears Kaylee scream. So he goes over to see what's going on. He asks where Brittany is. She's sitting on a bridge, just sitting there. Why the hell was she sitting on the bridge? I don't know. (laughs) I guess she's supposed to be in shock. But he asks where Brittany is and she looks at the water 
So then he goes out to try and find her. He can't get her. So then he wants to call 911 and she tells him that he pushed her. And the whole time, Kaylee, that's sitting on the bridge, she's she's telling her dad to stop. She's like calling for her dad and telling her to stop, which I thought was really disturbing. Like, why wouldn't you want your dad to find your friend? I thought she was more worried. Well, I didn't find that disturbing because I thought she was more worried about him getting lost in the river. Yeah, that too. Even though it was like, you know, only up to his knees. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to represent a, you know, a huge river that you can actually get washed down. Right, right. So I think she, that's how I took it as she was more worried about him getting washed down the river because he did slip a few times. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, then she tells her that she pushed a girl because she was being a bitch. (laughs) 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 So then... Of course, now he decides he has to cover it up. Of course. So then he drives back to New York. This takes place in New York or upstate New York, something like that. To go see his wife, who's such a bitch. She refuses to listen to anything this man says. Like, he's trying his best to get her away quietly so he can tell her what happened. And all she cares about is the fact that he didn't take her to a ballet recital. I was like, oh, boy. So, yeah, she sees, they see Kayla. She sees she looks sick. So then they decide to take her home. And when she takes her home, when they take her home, she asks, did she think that she asked her father, did she think uh, Brittany was pretty? At that point, I was really confused. I'm like, what, what, is this like uh, something about the Joseph's thing without the rape? <laughs> like was she like masturbating to her father's picture <laughs> I was like huh that, that, that really threw me I was like what the fuck <laughs> so then the father gets into an argument with the mother Kaylee goes upstairs to take a bath the father goes in there because he wants to talk to her so they can get their story straight the mother kicks him out and then finally, Kaylee tells her mother what happens. So now they have to cover it up together. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's gotten to be a whole mess now by this point. <laughs> An entire mess. And do we know what the mother does for a living yet? At this um, point? She's, she's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's a lawyer. Oh, yeah. She kind of knows how the law works. Yeah, I forgot what type of lawyer she was, but she was a lawyer. So the mother agrees uh, to um, help cover it up, and dad leaves. The next day, Kaylee's acting like everything's normal. Yeah, she's watching cartoons and asking her mom to cook her dinner. And meanwhile, her mom's dreaming of her friend drowned in the river. (laughs) So now I'm like, now you start to think that this girl's a sociopath. Exactly. That's where I was thinking. So now the father comes back, and the mother's concerned because she's acting like everything's normal making breakfast. He says she's in shock. They're arguing outside. Kelly hears them arguing and decides to leave the house. They run out and grab her, so now Kelly's screaming at the top of her lungs as they drag her into the garage. Then she tells the father that she pushed Brittany into the river because of him. Yeah. 
And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I'm, really, I'm like, no, then I'm really thinking like, wait, 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 what? Is she in love with her? Then I'm really thinking she's in love with her dad. Mm. He pushes her on the ground. Of course, he feels guilty about it, so he leaves. Oh, okay. Yeah, he leaves because he has to get some alone time so he can go cry. <laughs> Enter Britney's father. <laughs> yes, this movie did not forget the girl has parents. <laughs> At least one. He's looking for his daughter. The mother tells him that that uh, what's her name came back home sick. Kaylee came sick, so that's why she didn't go to the dance recital because he called the dance recital and they said they both didn't show up. He said that he did something stupid. They got into a fight. He grabbed her. She fell. And then she went to take the bus. That's where the, the, uh, Kaylee and her dad picked her up. So he's like, oh, can I speak to Kaylee? Because maybe she knows something. And she's like, all right, she'll call you. Not this guy. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, I would do the same thing if my daughter was missing. He's calling her and calling her. She's ignoring the phone calls at this point. The mother tells Kaylee that she has to call him and tell her what she refuses to do. Mm. What happened after that? Kaylee's father came back. Oh, yeah, that, yes, at that point she was watching cartoons and whatnot. Mm. Kaylee's father came back. Uh, oh, that's right. The father came back, so then they tried to leave to go to a hotel for a few days. And Britney Fathers catches them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though he was told that they were at the doctor and, and all this other stuff. All these lies that Kaylee wasn't home. He sees her in the house. He sees them leaving. He asks what's going on. There's a small fight. Not a real fight. He just accidentally hits the father in the face. <laughs> and then he says he's going go to go call the police. So now they come up with the brilliant idea of framing Britney's father <coughs> for murdering Britney. Uh, at this point, they're just out of control. <laughs> and like I said, it's you're interested. It, it keeps you drawn in because you're just like, how far down the rabbit hole are these people going to go? Exactly. Exactly. You're still invested. Even though you kind of know you start to put it together. You're still invested and you're still surprised. So now the, the father and the mother are starting to uh, act like the old times again because they're bonding over covering up their daughter's murder. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I started to think this is like the parent trap or with murder. Or no, I'm sorry. That's. Yeah, I, that was insane. That the parent trap murder. with murder. <laughs> That's sick. It was sick. Nothing like a murder to bring a family together. Yeah. So they decide. Because it just, you know, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, no. It was like, you know, the dad leaving the scene of the crime. You know what I mean? He hid from the car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the mom is now now invested into it, too. Yeah. And they're romanticizing it. Which a scene was only there to give them a reason to argue about something at some point. <laughs> Which they right, did. But it really didn't lead to anything. 
So the mother decides to talk to a cop friend to report Brittany's disappearance, saying the father was acting off and suspicious. Well, maybe, yeah, because his daughter's disappeared. <laughs> but, uh... We find out that Kaylee's a cutter. Just to add more depth to her character. And it works. It works. Makes her more of a tortured soul from the divorce. And then Kaylee talks to the cops and lies. And it was at super easy <laughs> at this point. <coughs> and and the whole time she was sitting there, I was thinking, and I wrote this down too. Her mother, she should be in acting class, not ballet class, because this is clearly a work. <laughs> yeah. I started catching on. She's working everybody, mm-hmm. but I couldn't yeah. understand why. <laughs> And then, but that's what—that's the point that her dad sees her. You know what I mean? Work the cop. He was like, "Wow, you couldn't tell me that. You know, you couldn't tell me that." But like, it was like nothing. Like he didn't prep her at all. Uh, uh, it just came out. But he still didn't know. figure out that she was working him too. <laughs> she was working them all. Like he's still. Oh, that's still my baby. She's not working me. But look at the way she's working her. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of caught that. So then the cops go talk to Britney's dad. It turns racial, of course, because he's from Pakistan. I didn't see the point of putting that in there, but uh, I guess. Trying to get him to get angry, I think. I think they were just trying to get him, get us to see him angry. Or to be humanized, either one. I could see both kind of happening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the father ends up staying the night that night. The next day, they're acting like a normal family again. Yay, psychopaths. (laughs) Mother goes to work. The father goes to his place. Uh, And he gets into a fight with his girlfriend because she found Brittany's purse with her cell phone in it in his car. So she thinks he's cheating Mm -hmm. on her. She leaves. He goes out, finds out. Kaylee also left because she doesn't like her, her father having a girlfriend. Um, at this point, the cops confront the mother about the cell phone's ping, which was downtown, and the father lives downtown. So now they're suspicious about who really killed uh, Brittany. To the point that they're calling um, Kaylee's dad a pedophile. They're really like nailing home the fact that they, th- the police think that it might be Kaylee's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah. They did kind of insinuate that he might have had something going on with Brittany. Mm-hmm. Which is like, which made me think back to the beginning. And I really didn't get that, you know, that feeling yeah. that he was checking his friend out. You know, I got that feeling like, you know, what are they up to? What is, what, what's up with this? I don't know what I wrote here because I wrote over something else. But I see something next to it anyway. <laughs> so here's where um, Kaylee runs into Britt's dad. And this is when I knew it was all a sham. <laughs> because Kaylee runs into Britt's dad and she says to him, I never meant for it to go this far. I never meant for anyone to get hurt. And I was like, all right, clearly this girl is still alive. They're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, because... so at that point for me, I thought that she was maybe admitting fault. Like she actually maybe felt guilty. Like maybe I didn't mean to really push her. And maybe she really did get hurt. But see, it was the wording. I, I thought it might go either way. It was the wording. I if you would never say, I never meant it to go this far first. And mm, then, yeah, and you're then right. I never meant anyone to get hurt. If you killed somebody or hurt somebody, first thing you say is, I never meant anybody to get hurt because it already happened. That's how I knew. That's I was true. like, fucking lying this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and they did that on purpose. That was written that way yeah, on yeah. purpose. Uh, well, I'm just going to spoil the ending. Britney's fucking alive. <laughs> right? And but not this is more. why everything, and this is why this movie is so bad, because from this point on, it's just completely dumb. Not even from this point on. From the because very beginning, what's stupid idiot is going to go along with the plan where I have to pretend I killed you. No! Exactly. Exactly. Just say you pushed me. It'll be funny. No! (laughs) And it's not like for a couple of hours. This is days. No! What idiot would go along with... First of all, what idiot friend would suggest that? And what idiot would go along with that? Second of all, this cops involved <laughs> when the cops came in she should have said okay no i'm lying this girl wants some 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 place why you are lie. you still lying <laughs> nobody's been hurt so far right it's it's not a missing it's not a missing person <laughs> it's still a missing person she's not dead yet <laughs> no one's been hurt so far but like okay look i'm lying at this point this is serious now. <laughs> Somebody's going to jail. But no, you lie to get another man arrested <laughs> who yeah. did nothing. Did nothing to he... you, nothing to your family, <laughs> nothing to his daughter. <laughs> and this is the part that got me the most. Because uh, after... She says that. She starts running. (laughs) She starts running. This Mm -hmm. man is so aggressive, he chases her to her house and nearly causes her to have such a severe asthma attack that she almost dies. Yes. And yet she continues with this stupid fucking lie. I don't know about you, but if I almost die over something, <laughs> it's not worth it. No, not even a little. I started rolling. I'm like, this is completely ridiculous. <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous. I ooh. Wow. Wow, I you know I just stayed saying that the entire movie, pretty much. Just wow. wow. I was with it up until then, and I'm just like I gave I gave them the benefit of the doubt with the cops. <laughs> 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 I'm 
<laughs> with the stupid plan to begin with. But when this girl nearly died, and she still continued with this lie, I couldn't. I couldn't stand it anymore. I was just like, this movie is trash. It just it because it just goes downhill from here. So cops start following the breadcrumbs, which leads them to the bridge. They come back. They start questioning the parents about the relationship between Kaylee and uh, Brittany. They said they found an email saying that Kaylee was going to kill Brittany. It was just more misdirection. By this point, it's no point. Mm-hmm. And then they ask them, have they ever been over to that bridge? They say, no, they've never been there. They went straight one way and came back. Never got that far. And so they pull out the inhaler, which which Kelly lost over there when they were at the bridge. And like I said, it just goes downhill from there because even though they're caught, they're still trying to set this man up by burying the phone in his backyard. Mm -hmm. Like they just flat out lied to the cops about being at the bridge, got caught, and think that burying the phone, which was already pinged downtown where the father lives, in this man's backyard, is going to save right. them. Mm-mm. Uh, this is committed to the cause, but then it's just being fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like the cause is over. Exactly. You're caught red-handed. So, Brittany's father sees the mother out front, has a confrontation, a confrontation. The father comes running out, nearly drowns this man. She stops him from drowning him. They get into their car. I don't know where they were going, because did they go in a circle or something? Because they they left the guy behind, but then somehow he was in front of them. Yeah, and they still had to drive into their garage. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. <laughs> I didn't understand that. But like Jason, he's automatically in front of them now. Mm-hmm. Now this woman just <laughs> saved this man's life, decides to run him over. <laughs> this is the moment I was like, wow, the apple doesn't fall far, it just rots. <laughs> just just and then gets guilty and wants to call the 911. <laughs> So the father stops him and they watch this man die. I have no idea what they, they did nothing with the body. I just thought about that. I was like, I have no idea. No, wait, they did nothing with the body. They just left it there. Yeah. They go home, they, they clean off the front of the truck, and Brittany comes walking no, they, in. No, no. They they snuggled on the couch first. Did they? I, I was completely checked out by this point. And then they get up to go clean the grill of the car. And Brittany walks in. Yeah. They hadn't even cleaned dad's guts off the grill yet. And all because she wanted to go spend time with her boyfriend. When she could have just said, I'm not going to the fucking retreat. (laughs) And took the bus to her boyfriend. Right. They didn't even need to get Brittany involved at all. Because nobody knew that she was going with them. Dad assumed the whole time that she was taking the bus. 
Well, That's the part that blew me the f away. Well, she actually was taking the bus, so he did assume right. I don't know where she was taking the right. bus to. Right, exactly. Oh, this movie. Mm. This is actually a remake from a German film from nineteen. I mean, in two thousand fifteen. I tried to look some stuff up about that film. I couldn't find anything other than the basic plot. So I don't know how that film, how that one ended. But I did see an article, and I'm bringing this up because I'm kind, because it's just fucking unprofessional. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, I take critiquing very seriously, and people do stupid shit like this. It just gives us critics a bad, yeah, where is this thing at? How was it? I have it here somewhere. Uh... The lie ending explained. He goes on about how with this and that, that same thing I did. Now he goes to the explanation of the lie ending. And this is, I was like, what the fuck? Ending of the lie has a twist that very few see coming. In the end, it is revealed that Kaylee and Brittany planned the accident on purpose to frame Jay and Rebecca. That's the, the, the father, the mother and father that was in a. As Jay and Rebecca have been defending their father, they are the ones who end up the prime suspects in a murder. Kaylee basically uses this opportunity to frame her parents and get rid of them. I could not find the ending to the original version of this movie called We Monsters. But if that was the original ending, bra fucking vo. And I mean that. Because the rest of this shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. With this fucking ending, and and who is this guy? Listen, buddy, you're a sham and a con artist, and you need to get out of the crazy business. Written by Shadarth Liar. Yeah, you're a liar, I'll fucking write, because you didn't watch this fucking movie, that's for goddamn sure. Lying motherfucker. Everybody remember that name. Don't trust that man, he's a liar. He ain't see this shit, because that was not the ending I saw. And the ending I saw made this movie completely garbage. Because none of this makes sense. If that had been the ending, this would be a great fucking movie. A great movie. I would recommend it to everybody. But with the ending the way it is now... Garbage! And I just hit the pole and nowhere near the garbage. (laughs) Garbage! What did you think? Um, um, I was, I was with it up until the point that, um, Brittany walked in and they had called Brittany's dad and, and they just killed Brittany's dad. Yeah. I, uh, Cause it made no sense after that. <laughs> Nothing made sense. And like I said, yeah. I was with them up until the point that this girl nearly died and then she still wanted to commit the lie. And the reason she kept the lie going is because the mother and Jay and Rebecca, now that I remember, now that I remember their names, Jay and Rebecca were acting like they used to when they were one happy family, and she didn't want that to end. Exactly. You yeah, almost like died, you idiot. You're not. You're not a toddler. You realize that people break up. You know how many relationships have you had by the time you're 15? How many one week relationships have you had? You understand heartbreak at that point. Not even that. You almost died, you idiot. If you have another asthma yeah. attack like that, you're not going to have a happy family because you're dead. 
And then she's already making stupid decisions in the beginning of the movie. Just pretend you killed me. It'll be funny. Your parents will cover it up. They love you, honey. Was, they love uh, you. What was she going? Yeah. What was she going to keep the lie going? If I her father called nine one one and she had to go to jail <laughs> right then and there, was she going to sit in that <laughs> cell? Commissary in jail. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. That's a good example yeah. how. A movie could be so good and just just fall apart at the end. Exactly. And just that just that us was like that. Us was like that. The end just made the entire movie fall apart. Like a house of cards. Made no sense whatsoever. It's a shame. Because I had the potential to be such a good movie. It was well written. I was until that point. Yeah, it was well written. The acting was amazing. The chemistry between yeah. everyone was on par. Like I didn't believe anybody's relationship with each other. Even with the cops, they they seemed like they would be that way with these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that ending just, just. Uh. Yeah. No. It was like, it was like. Oh gosh, I I heard Kevin Smith say this about a movie once before, and I really feel like that. It was like getting a really good blowjob, and then right at the end, she pulls out and jerks you off. Gives you an awful conclusion all over your belly. I heard that. I forgot when I heard him say that, but I heard that too. That belonged in your mouth. I forgot. You dropped the ball. (laughs) I heard him say that too. I forgot forgot when he did, because I've seen so many of his interviews in, in, in schools and stuff. Oh man! Uh, yeah, I did hear that uh, one once, and I was cracking up when he said I that. Feel that now. I feel that on a spiritual level <laughs> now. On a spiritual yeah. level. Oh, I have to make a correction from last week. By the way, um, Jordan Peele has nothing to do with <laughs> Bloom House. It's Jason Bloom who owns Bloom House. I don't know why I thought uh, Jordan Peele started it. I don't know. Maybe because I didn't get on my radar until us because <clears throat> they do mostly horror and I don't watch too many horror films but I have noticed especially lately <clears throat> excuse me that Bloomhouse is hit and miss this stuff is really hit and miss like half of it's good half of it usually has the same problem the ending makes the whole thing make no sense us it too well it's the second half of it although you can't entirely blame them for that uh, that new Halloween, uh, uh, yeah, the new Halloween, which I was on board with until the end, then it made no sense. <laughs> this one, it's like, damn, but then they have good stuff, like, um, what was that movie? Uh, Happy Death Day, that was pretty good. I loved that movie. The first, the first part of it, that was good. They did, uh, I think they did, uh, Get Out too. So they have they 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 hit and miss they're fifty fifty, kind of like the hell was that fucking writer's name, Dave uh, David Gordon, I think that was his name. The one who wrote Blade. Can't all be hookers and sunshine, right? Nope. Can't all be hookers. <laughs> nope, they cannot. Uh, so this is the show that I watched. I didn't watch it recently. I watched it like early. I'm getting hungry again. Damn weed. I watched it earlier this this year, maybe maybe late last year. It's called "The Hundred Humans" on Netflix. 
What it is, they mm-hmm. got like a hundred people and they did like human experiments. Like <coughs> asked certain questions like, um, do old people smell different than young people? Uh, what's some of the other stuff? Well, people stand there. How long will people stand there if they think there's a reward at the end? You know, just human experiments. So one of the things they did, they started, they asked these hundred people certain bathroom questions. I wanted to ask you these bathroom questions <laughs> to see what your response was. Awesome. Okay. All right. So I see. Let me see. What was the first question? Mm-hmm. I think it was five. It might have been four, but I think it was five. The first question was mm-hmm. toilet paper roll over or under. Um, I'm not. I'm not too pressed, but I usually go over. So you prefer over? Yeah. yeah so for me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. would I have whatever way I take it out the plastic, put the tube in. That's that's the way it goes. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I will say over is easier than under, but it doesn't. Either way, yeah. it's fine for me. Uh, we'll see. The next question was, oh, when you wipe, do you go back to front or front to back? Oh my, I'm a woman, so you have to go front to back. You. you get an infection Some, this one lady said that on there too she said gotta keep the junk out of the tr- out of the fun house <laughs> but some women actually do go back to front some of them answered oh, back no. to front i was surprised oh, no. yeah i bet you they see a lot of uh see a lot of utis too <laughs> I think I can't remember. I think it was five questions, but I think I can only remember four. Next one is um, when you're done, do you look? Oh, no. See, I look. I'm not interested. I look to make sure there's nothing wrong. I always look to make sure. That's how I tell if I'm oh, sick or not. Oh, that's, you know what? That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, if my too, shit looks weird, then I'm like, yeah. I, have to, I have to think about what I ate. And if I didn't eat anything that makes it look like that, then I know I'm, I'm going to get sick or I have like a stomach infection mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, I just yeah, that's a good point. Usually I can um I can tell just before before that point I can tell already that I'm that I'm ill. Oh <laughs> no, no, yeah, I always look to make sure it looks consistent <laughs> with what I ate. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Because like doctors ask you that. It's very clinical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing I always do. I was like, everything look okay down there? All right. I think I started doing that when I heard that, you know. You can get tapeworms when I was a kid. So I, I think mm-hmm. ever since then, I always started checking. <laughs> my sister got them. I'm not even yeah. kidding. My sister, yeah, mm-hmm. when I was young. Yeah, I think I heard a story about a tapeworm coming out of someone's butt. When I was like, ooh. So then I would always start, I started checking. And then, I, then that's when I started learning the consistency of what I eat and how it should look. Yeah. Like if it, if it floats, you're dehydrated. Mm. Yeah. More, oh, I, I don't know about that. More like it's more like the um, the color and the texture. <laughs> it sounds really gross, but if it's a certain texture, a certain color that's normal, I'm fine. It, it changes a certain color, then I have to think about like if I see like a red spot or something, I have to think about wait, what the hell did I eat? Oh yeah, I had the bowl of cherries. Okay, that's normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I'm not bleeding internally. Yeah. We're straight. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So stuff like that. It's normal. Uh, next one I asked, I see, I remember. How much toilet paper do you use? Like I'm by pretty, square, like 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 count, I, like how many squares square count? I'm a um, I'm a baby wipe person, so I, I only really need one baby wipe. 
um it's like a wet wipe kind of deal. I, yeah, I stopped so using I, baby wipes because they're not good for the sewers. <laughs> I used uh, oh, okay, so I don't throw them in the toilet. My my sewer my my pipes are too weak for that. I have like a little trash can next to. I have to like throw it away separately. My pipes are too old. Oh no, I used to so yeah. Cups. But then mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah, I don't think the pipes could even handle like septic safe toilet septic safe toilet paper. That's how old they are. Yeah, I used to, yeah, no, I used to, yeah, I used to flush mine, but then I found out that it backs up the sewer line. So now, I, I actually mm-hmm. use a lot of toilet paper because <laughs> now mm-hmm. I wipe until nothing comes on the paper. Yeah, that's how. So then, to. but that, oh no, wait, but I, I'm not done. Paper? Then I get a wad, <laughs> I wet it with paper, and I pat down there to loosen up the dryness. And then I wipe again, and of course, some more comes off until there's no more coming on the paper. Well, so, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because I don't use the wipes anymore, because that's what I used to do, use that, and then just use the wipes. Mm-hmm. But now I don't use the wipes, so now I would use wet tissue. <laughs> so I use a lot yeah. of toilet tissue. <laughs> I got to flush, yeah, like, yeah. three or four times sometimes, just to not to clog the does toilet. Your toilet. Does your toilet fill back up quickly? Um... By the time I'm finished, the second well, when after I flush, by the time I finish what I'm doing afterwards, it's filled back up, and I dump that in flushed, and I. <laughs> That's why I have to use the wet wipes because it would take like a half an hour to like forty five minutes for my toilet mm. to fill all the way back up. It's like I'm on the fourth floor of an apartment building, super old building, so it's just it's yeah, easier for me to just. Extra bag of trash. Well, you throw it in the garbage anyway. I was flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I was like, nah, I'm not carrying it. Cause I don't have a garbage can in the bathroom. Like, I'm not carrying this out there. Flushing right down the toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I said even the disposable wipes aren't good. Mm-hmm. Those are those are awesome. I used to use those as well. Yeah, I used to use those. I'm pretty sure it was a last question, but I don't remember what it was. But yeah, the show's called The Hundred Humans. It's pretty good. You'd be surprised some of the stuff they came up with and how people reacted. It was just like, really? <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I was very um, I don't know. Even though you didn't like the ending, I was still pretty pleased with the movie. Like, it still kept me, even though I was pissed off at the end, it still kept me having an emotion about it. Yeah, I was, you know, like so. I said, up until I figured out it was a work. I was really, I was, I mean, I was still invested to see where it was going, how mm-hmm. far down the rabbit hole these people would go. I did not expect them to kill, uh, I did not expect them to kill the guy. No, no, me either. I didn't expect them Jeez. to kill the guy at all. Father, but it's just everything became really stupid once I figured out that she was lying and this was a work. I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. now this makes no sense. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. And had, the movie actually had that fake ending that that guy wrote up. <laughs> it would have been right. great because it was all a setup from the beginning to get rid of the parents. So I'm like, that would have been a perfect ending. That's what they should have right. wrote. <laughs> but instead, they did this whole, oh, I want to see my boyfriend. So fucking idiotic. Pretend you killed me. It'll be cool. Because there's no reason yeah. to pretend someone kills you to go see your fucking boyfriend. Just go see your fucking boyfriend. 
You're already exactly. out there waiting for the bus. Could have just said, "No, I'm not going. I'm going to see my boyfriend. Go and don't okay. call my dad." You know. Right. Uh, wow. And if she was going to see her boyfriend, why the fuck is she standing out there anyway? Clearly, she walked to his house. Right. That's another thing. She walked to this man's house. Ay, ay, ay. It just just constantly falls apart the more you think about it. Right. She could have just did that from the beginning. And if they did, did any research into that into their phones or emails, they probably could have figured out who she was dating and, you know, questioned him. Where did this guy live? Did he live? Right. In New York? I mean, she had to walk all the way down or hitchhike all the way down to New York. Did he live near where they were? It just, yeah. It just raises too many questions. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's just. (laughs) This movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the worse it gets. It fucking sucks. Oh God! All because you fucked up the ending, and it, it, it that hurts me more than anything. <laughs> you had something. You had something. You just fucked it up, and you didn't yeah. realize you fucked it up. Just because you wanted yeah. to do a twist, a, a twist that was dumb. Yeah, it was hard to follow after that. I I would have never. I can't put myself in their shoes. It's hard to relate now. <laughs> Doesn't make no sense. None of it makes sense. Oh, God. It's like trying to connect the dots on a jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) There's no dots to connect. Oh. Well, there's not much in the news this time since the election, but as of right now, as of recording this, I believe Joe Biden is winning. Let me just pull up a Hulu live feed real quick. As of this, oops, well, COVID is spiking in the city, but while life sort of slows down. Uh, yeah, Joe uh, Biden just won Pennsylvania. So we're talking about presidency. It's clear. Enough states. Yep, it looks like Biden won. It was won Pennsylvania, and I heard they won uh, Michigan. I heard he won Michigan and Wisconsin. I think Nebraska was the last one that I didn't hear about. But he just won Pennsylvania, so yeah, looks like Biden's going to be our next president. Wow. Well, they still have more votes to count, but yeah, it looks. I didn't look at the the numbers towards the electoral <laughs> votes because I know you need two eighty, but I'm pretty sure he's way ahead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Biden will probably be our next president. We should get yeah, that stimulus check signed soon, so Trump can say I wasn't the worst president in the history of America. <laughs> you know he's going to do it. He's going to sign that just so he can say he wasn't the worst president in the history of America. He gave twenty four hundred twenty four hundred dollars to the people during COVID, <laughs> just for his legacy. <laughs> Uh oh yeah, last week this is also in the news. Sean Connery died at age ninety. 
For you young folks out there who don't know, Sean Connery was the one who made James Bond famous. Mm-hmm. Nine films, I think. Let's see, it was Dr. No. From Russia with Love. Goldfinger. Thunderball. You Only Live Twice. Um, I'm missing one. Diamonds Are Forever. I'm missing one. What did I say? Dr. No. Or maybe it was seven. It was Dr. No. From Russia with Love. Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, and I think never, yeah, I think it was seven. Never, okay, it was seven, and Never Say Never Again, which wasn't that good. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that one wasn't that good. It was, he was older, and it was, it's, it was just, it wasn't really a real Bond film. But yeah, did seven Bond films. I still feel like I'm missing one. It's quite a legacy, even if you are missing one. Yeah, That's I actually insane. have some uh, some audio clips here. <laughs> some tribute of Sean Connery. He said his son said he died peacefully in his bed. He was yeah, ninety years old. Most of you young folks probably remember him from stuff like uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, what was the other one I was going to mention? Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He was actually in Avengers, not. Avengers, Avengers, the British Avengers movie, but we won't talk about that. That was awful. <laughs> but he had a pretty, pretty decent career. Here's uh This is James. This is Sean Connery playing James Bond in Thunderball when he shoots the guy with the harpoon gun. Did you see Thunderball? Mm-mm. Oh man, that was a good. So, this, so he's talking to this woman, and he like, I'm trying to get the microphone close as possible. He's talking to this woman, and this guy sneaks up to him. So he shoots him with a, a a harpoon gun. So this is this is the scene here. This is a Geiger counter. You press this lever. If it starts clicking, it means the bombs are aboard. What do I do then? Go straight up on deck. As a disco volante is being watched, you'll be spotted. Vargas behind you. Really? You must have followed us. I remember the first time I heard that I died laughing. <laughs> that was the fun because I think I was like, like, and this is the thing I was like, like, what maybe for like 10, 11 years old. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. So, yeah, Sean Connery passed away. The best James Bond, in my opinion. I know a lot of people like Daniel Craig now, but. Don Connery was still the best. I think he did the most films. It was either between him or Roger Moore. I forgot which one did the most James Bond films. Usually people quit after four. And also in the news, Tracy Smothers. Tracy Smothers. Wrestler Tracy Smothers died at age, I think, 50? I think he's in his 50s after losing his battle with uh, cancer. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, you haven't seen Tracy Smothers, you really, really need to check him out. Like, I, when I first started watching him, he was in uh, ECW as one of the full-blooded Italians. But when I heard he died, I looked at some of his old matches. He was really good. He was really, really good. I have a clip of one of, of, one of his promos right now. He is quick-witted. Just... The name's 
Taken. You've got it. Hey, what we're talking about here is we're talking about bloody yeah, Sunday. Uh, we're talking about the night. And we're talking about the thug. P is for terrible. H is for hell. U is for ugly. And G is for jail. Because a thug can't spell. That's what I think of the USWA. And that's what these outlaws think, man. Let me tell you something. Jerry, the queen lawyer, Bill, thinks he's a superstar, Dundee. And Tommy, wildflower, rich. And what is he? Dan Moore, Dan, Daisy, Doug, Gilbert, whatever he calls it, rated G13, man. And Pat Tanaka is with us, too, man. He's the only one in the USWA. And Billy Jack, Billy Jack, you come out and interfere with my match, man. Or I don't want the Smoky Mountain Challenge against the USWA just a couple of weeks ago. And pretty boy, prima donna, prime time. You want to stick your nose in the thug's business when you're playing. You're just, that's just our game, man. We're the outlaws. We're the thugs. We know what it's all about. On the USWA. Smoky Mountain Wrestling is what's hot. USWA is not. And I hate Louisville, Kentucky. So tonight, we're taking the USWA out. The thugs. Mind you, he did all that himself. No lines. <laughs> No, nobody wrote that for him. <laughs> they just told him to go out and talk, and he talked like that all the time. He cut some great fucking promos. They give, they just tell him go, go do your thing, and he would have stuff like that just coming up. And he was like a really, really good wrestler. Uh, so yeah, he will be missed. He will definitely be missed. But uh, yeah, that's it for the news because everything else is either COVID related or election time. <laughs> and nothing with COVID either. Just uh, they don't know shit. They ain't figure out shit. There ain't no vaccine. <laughs> that's all you keep hearing. Mm. Oh yeah, wow! This actually just went an hour. What time? That's what happens when you have a good movie that just gets fucked up by the ending as opposed to a movie that's terrible all the way through. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, man. I have no idea what I'm going to watch for next week. I haven't even thought about it. Yeah, let me know because I was, you know, that one was actually... I enjoyed watching that even though it had a fucked up ending. Yeah, unfortunately, I had to watch it twice. Because I didn't take notes the first time. Lesson learned by me. Take the <laughs> notes the first time. Even if you're not going to use it. You should have to watch it again. It took me... Or you could it took me, watch it live. What did you say? Oh, watch it live. Live. Yeah, that's what I did. It took me <laughs> way longer to watch it the second time than it did the first time. Cause I just knew, cause I already knew it was bullshit. Now it's just like mm-hmm. tedious. Like, ugh, why do I gotta watch this again? It's just disappointing. Yeah, you're not on the edge of your seat anymore. You know what's gonna happen. It's just I know it's bad because of the ending. Like I've watched plenty of movies I've seen before, and it still kept me on the edge of my seat. But it just—it was the fact that I know the ending just makes everything just so stupid. So dumb. Who would who the hell who would go along with that? I think that's my biggest problem. Who the hell would go along with that? So So you can go see your boyfriend. (laughs) I Mm. wish that ending that dude came up with out of his ass was the ending (laughs) to this movie. I really do. I would have enjoyed it so much better. 
Oh, man. Oh, there was something else I was going to talk about, but I'll, I'll save it for next week. I forgot about that. I'll save it for next week. Might as well end it now. All right, um, plugs. You can watch my show, Cinemastrophe, on YouTube. Just type in Cinemastrophe, C-I-N-E-A-S-T-R-O-P-E. And you might want to put Don Perriana in there as well, just to make sure it comes up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Don Perriana77. You can follow me on... I was going to say Instagram, but I have that private for a reason. And Facebook is private, too. So, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Have any questions, you can leave them in the comments, or you can email me at donperriard underscore v1 at yahoo.com. That's the official website for my shows. Anything you want to plug? Not at all. I should plug Ruben, shouldn't I? Uh, I don't have the... Sorry, Ruben, I don't have my card on me, so I'll do it next week. That's why I get that's the taco guy. It's all the amazing tacos here in New York. Oh my god, I love those tacos. I just mm-hmm. had one that I happen to have left over from Saturday. Yum, <laughs> it was still good. Oh, their restaurant quality tacos. Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. follow it on East Coast Street Tacos at NYC or East Coast Street Tacos at NYC.com. If you're ever in the New York area, just stop on in. They just opened a restaurant over in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. So, and they have another restaurant over in Astoria. So they have two lo- permanent locations, and then they they travel to different events with their their street cart. But it it's good. Yummy. <laughs> no, All right, I guess that's it because I have nothing else to talk about. I'll just save this other thing for next week. I have secrets that I have to reveal. Very good. <laughs> Keep them People like secrets. I actually had this. I've been holding on to this for a while because I didn't know if it was going to happen. But. Spill. Spill the tea. I'll do it next week. I, I just got confirmation of it. So, and I got to go over a couple of things about something first ahead of time. But um, okay. I'll definitely be able to do it next week, though. Next week, I'll be able to make this announcement, this little secret I have that I've been holding on to. And we'll probably have some better news. Somebody just came home. See, this is why I do this late at night. (laughs) Avoid all the noise. All right. Say goodnight, Emma. Good night, Emma. Good night, everybody.